this is a snapshot, a moment, a sneak inside the minds of our graduates. This is season one, class of 2020. Yeah, so my name's Joanna, or Jo. Um, I studied uh, religious studies at the University of Edinburgh in the, at New College, the School of Divinity. So I am currently in Totnes in the south of England, um, in Devon. There's this organisation called Buddhafield that I'm quite involved with. And it's a Buddhist organisation that runs retreats and festivals, like camping retreats and festivals in the south of England. I'm very involved with this group. And um, in 2019, I spent the season working with them. Um, and then I was planning to move into a community of, of Buddhafield people um, in, in Devon, near, near Crediton. Um, but because of COVID, that didn't work out. The community kind of disbanded mainly. And uh, and so I, I was still quite attached to the idea of moving to uh, to Devon. So I, I moved to Totnes with some with some people from Butterfield. So I'm, I'm living in that house now. Um, so I'm doing quite a lot of different things. Not many of them are actually making me any money, which is quite annoying. So I'm, I'm for, for money, I'm doing some tutoring. There's this uh, this website called My Tutor. It's part of a government scheme to offer tutoring to to children whose parents can't afford it. I've been doing that with it, so English GCSE tutoring, which is quite nice. I'm enjoying it. It's quite frustrating because it's obviously it's online and the platform's not very good, and so like it's like there's like lots of problems with it. So the children don't switch on their microphones and don't switch on their videos. So you're kind of tutoring. And then, and then they're like typing back and it's just quite frustrating but it's nice anyway like I enjoy working with teenagers and um, so that's like a little bit of work and a little bit of money uh, and then I'm also working for Butterfield at the moment in fact I've actually had a really delightful morning this morning because um, <laughs> we've been so I'm running uh, helping to organize a an online festival slash retreat we're not really calling it a festival or a retreat it's like a a, a journey that runs through the month of February called At Home with the Elements. And so we have a teacher, like a Buddhist teacher, that, that goes through each element in turn and uh, and runs meditations, classes and workshops on that particular element. So at the moment, we're in the fire element. So this morning, it was such a treat. We made a fire this morning. So we might meditate by the fire, um, which was really, really nice. I struggled with the online medium a little bit to start off with. So this coming summer was going to be like working with them on their like face to face retreats and, and festivals and things. But obviously it's all had to move online. So I've been quite involved with their online program of things. And like it was initially quite a challenge to to get used to doing this stuff through Zoom, because a lot of what makes this organization what it is, is practicing outside in the elements Um in tents, in fields, in Devon. And so like we've had to adapt to doing this online, which has been quite challenging, um, but also really fulfilling. And I've been surprised by how much I've actually enjoyed the online events, like how much you can really feel part of things by seeing people on screen. And me and my housemate um, organized and ran the opening ceremony, like the opening ritual for this event that we're doing at the moment. Kind of have to get quite creative with it when you're like running rituals over Zoom. So I uh, wrote and recorded like a mantra uh, and, and like recorded all the different parts and layered them on top of each other and then played this and then everyone sang it together over Zoom. It has a real bittersweet quality to it, I think. Um, we did we did an online actual festival over the summer, last summer in, in, in July, which I was involved with. I, I cried after most sessions. Like it was really painful because it was beautiful. We were like, I was in my bedroom dancing and someone was drumming and we were all kind of together in this digital space and then the screen would switch off and then I would be on my own in my bedroom you kind of have parts of it like you have 
you have some really beautiful parts of togetherness, but then there's also so much that's missing. Something about being together in the physical space and being able to touch each other and hug is just like, it's just it's so painful to like have parts of the togetherness, but like not all of it. Well, I have like a quite a nomadic part of me. I'm quite, I, I, I tend to, someone once called it like, a butterfly existence kind of like flitting from place to place to place and kind of skating on surfaces having lovely lovely times but like never really going deep enough to become part of a community and so like for the for two two years after I finished my undergraduate degree I I traveled and it was wonderful it was really really wonderful but I also felt this thing of like ah, oh, like I've, I've created all of these connections in India and Australia and, and it can't really last. It's not the same as being part of a community. And I really felt the absence of that in my life. But then once I got back, I spoke to my brother. So he's, he's, he, he's lived in Devon for quite a while. So he's quite involved with the community down here. And, and I, I'd had this kind of yearning that I wanted to like, not necessarily put down some roots, but at least to feel a bit more rooted and to feel a bit more part of something that was wider and a little bit longer term. So I ended up going and living at this community called Embercombe and going through this, yeah, just going through this like big process with a lot of it was to do with connecting with trees. So there was this like one tree, <laughs> it was this big old oak tree and it was all like covered in moss, it was so beautiful. And something about this tree kind of like held and encapsulated everything that I felt like I wanted and needed. And it, and it yeah, it spoke to me very deeply and I realized that it was something that I really wanted. And so like the last few years have been about like, finding my place in community and and feeling more part of things I still have these yearnings for, for travel and exploration like there is still a part of me that feels like perhaps if if it wasn't for COVID I might have had inclinations to fly away again so I have some they're not necessarily fully formed plans yet but they're intentions and maybe dreamings I uh, so singing is a really important part of my life and I really want to find a way of making song and music and singing into more of a central part of my life. Um, I had a plan that I wanted to, to train as a choral leader for, for leading groups of people in song and, and, and maybe to with a focus on song therapy and like music therapy generally. Um, so that's kind of like a dream, <laughs> which I would love to do, but it's not really possible at the moment because none of the vocal like choral trainings are, are happening at the moment. So I've had to really put that on hold. But yeah, like finding a way of making song and music more a central part of my life would be really like, that's what I dream about, I think. I've absolutely had some really, really down times. Like I've, I've been quite depressed at times. And I found ways to keep on singing. And, and, and that has been really, really important. So we've been doing um, at our house with, with my housemates, we've been doing Sunday singing sessions. <laughs> Most mornings we meditate together. Um, and then on Sundays, we, we then all get instruments and then, and then sing, sing together. And so that's, it's just been kind of like being able to maintain, maintain it in some way has been quite important to me so finding ways of singing which just really helps my mental health like so 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 much and like I notice it straight away like I just feel better like I just feel more joyful and I feel like more able to connect with joy in myself um when I'm able to sing 
there's a part of me that is still in Scotland. And I think that like, I've talked a bit about like home and community and stuff. I feel like I really felt that sense of home there for that period of time. And particular part of Edinburgh, um, Polworth, that is like so, so dear in my heart and spending lockdown in the flat there and doing a walk along the canal every day and like seeing that change with the season was just like a very, very beautiful experience. And yeah, and the people that I lived with there are so, so dear in my heart. And yeah, and I miss it deeply. And it makes me so sad that I've not been able to go back to visit. And when I think of New College and just it was so sad not being able to like properly say goodbye. It just sort of finished. I was like, ah, ah, like really hurt my heart. But I hope to get back there sometime. We also ask our graduates to share a place, somewhere special, somewhere we can get together when all this is finished. So it would be another part of the Southwest, a place in Cornwall, um, which is so special to me. So it's a place in Cornwall, which you might know, which is um, it's called the Lizard Point. Um, and it's the most southerly point of the UK. Um, and we've been going there as a family for like probably or almost my whole life from when I was four. I think it was four years old was the first time that we went there. Um, and we stayed in the same holiday cottage. It's I feel like I've grown up there. It's such a special place. Like it has this um, lighthouse at the point, which, yeah, it just has such significance for me. And obviously we haven't been able to go there for obviously for this year. I, I often I often think of that place. I often imagine that place. I often imagine there's this walk that goes from from the village to the lighthouse that kind of runs like along to the coast. And it has a real magical quality to it for me. And it's this kind of feeling of, you know how Christmas is like this kind of anchor point some, somehow where like it's kind of the same each year, but then also different. And so, yeah. And so it kind of like becomes a bit of a reference point. And it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a very magical, beautiful place. There's a rock that I often think about and that I often like go to when I'm, I'm feeling like particularly stressed. It's a, it's a rock that juts out to sea and like all round, apart from like a tiny, a tiny part behind is land and then all around is sea and it juts out and you can just like sit on the end of this rock and it's, um, it's just open and vast and clear and it's just this feeling of like being so 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 free there I think so free and yeah a wonderful wonderful place thank you for listening join us next time for another graduate and another story If this conversation has raised more questions than answers, then you might find it helpful to speak to someone. Speaking with a careers consultant can be a great way to get some answers. Simply log on to My Career Hub to make an appointment. And don't forget that you can still use everything on offer from the careers service as a recent graduate.